0: So I'd like to know if Padre and the presenters
1: are online. I don't know. I don't know which button to push.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I understand that one very
1: well. <laughs> we might have a little bumps in the road. That sounds like life itself. It's how we it. handle them. But hello, everyone. You know, thank you for being on the call tonight. I, I'm so happy to see each other, even those who just have names. I could be nameless, but welcome everyone to our second in a series and is renee and bishop bobby are you on
0: renee is here welcome everyone
1: welcome i love and and the quiet one he here
2: Uh, oh i'm here i (laughs) I am definitely here at least most of me as my right arm isn't here yet
1: (laughs) we'll call it (laughs) in It seems like that's going to be our flow for tonight. And usually I do get rattled like everyone else when things aren't going my way. And tonight's maybe an exceptional night again. So I won't go into the details, but I'm here. and smiling. And just like last week, if you were tuning in, We're supposed to expect the unexpected. (laughs) Yeah. Usually, it's usually I'm looking for the aha instead of, oh, no, not again. (laughs) But there it is. There's my life. So Bishop Dana, how are you doing? You had a whole week to recover from last week. And now here you are. So how's been your weekend? Have you run into expecting the unexpected?
2: That is an understatement. (laughs) I have never had such a busy year of work. And each day, this day, when I thought I had a plan laid out for what I was going to do, I was called into something somewhere, projects, jobs, healings. And so it's basically stay with this flow. And like you, mm-hmm. I've had the intercession of the technology kind of tweaking and bumping and burping. Last night, I we were in shelter in place here in California, really strict as many people are. So we had to discontinue an in-person class and went to Zoom and literally everything I lined up. I wrote out the whole schedule, it disappeared. I <laughs> rewrote it while everybody's meditating. I tried to print out, all of a sudden my printer decides he doesn't want to communicate with my computer. And so I learned, hey, it's whatever works. I'm, yeah. I'm just doing what we have to do and that's in the flow. I think we're all living with that. This idea of expecting the unexpected in that peace can be with you no matter what's going on the Spirit of God is with us regardless of our plans. And I think this is one thing that we're all looking at is that the plans that we usually have about our life are completely up in the air. I agree. And I think we're living more like a pneumatic people in the past where we had yeah. to understand the weather or the birds or the buffalo and we had to move. And we had to <laughs> pick it up and let's go and, and we we'll are work together and et cetera. And I'm finding that core in me if I can let go of my plans.
1: I know exactly what you're meaning. (laughs) (laughs) I just chatted with Dana on our little chat. I go, guess what? The Holy Spirit's at it again. The little naughty Holy Spirit. All all my notes are gone. I can't find them anywhere. I, for an hour, I've been checking where I printed off the copy. It's in my computer somewhere. And so this is what you're going to get tonight. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all in two, but hey, we're all in it together. And if I ask each of you, how did your day go? How was your week going? You're going, oh, I really feel it's really a stressful time and Mm -hmm. I'm feeling it all over. But again, Mm -hmm. surrendering to the moment and allowing grace to really do. You mentioned about, we think we have to go back to the basics because our plans are all there. Our topic tonight is Star Wonder. Just like the magis, the, the three kings, they followed the star. They followed the stars in order to find out what was happening. And I think that's a cue for us is our plans are just yeah. to let go of and start looking and just viewing. Oh, there's a sign. There's a sign. I'll follow that. So buckle up, people. It's going to be a great evening tonight. So <laughs> Renee, how's been your week? And have you run into that expect the unexpected?
0: Oh, yes. It's been a busy week. And especially when I try to make a plan. And then the plan just kind of falls aside. So I have to kind of bring myself, just like you were saying, about simplicity, bring myself back to the present moment, pause, and then ask, okay, where well, what's next? Because I lost the email tonight about how to get onto Zoom. So I was having that moment. I couldn't find it. So
1: Oh my gosh. But
0: yes, but I did. I found it. I'm here. I'm excited to be with everybody tonight on the call. Uh, ready to expect the unexpected.
1: Yes. And let's all follow that star because obviously yeah. we can't follow our notes if we even try. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it should be an exciting night. And again, yeah. and thank you for you for tuning in. And if this is your first time, welcome. We are celebrating life. Renee comes from Illinois. Bobby. Yeah, Bobby. Yeah, well, Bobby's in a universe all by himself, <laughs> but Bishop Dane is from California, and I'm from heaven, so <laughs> life is good, but so as we continue on then tonight, I just want to pause and just reflect on let the light of God consume you, and we'll just take away all the, the fears, the doubts. I just want to, I'm here in Illinois, I live alone, and most of my crew, my team is out in California, So I decided to invite my little friend, Felipe, with me. So he's going to be my little guest tonight. Because we're all kind of screwed up, he's going to whisper (laughs) in my ear tonight. I was having a conversation with Felipe, and I go, what's going to happen tonight? I don't know. And why? Well, everybody's been having problems. I know, Felipe. What could you think we should do about it? Listen, really, obey? Really? Well, this is what we're going to do tonight. We're going to take a journey tonight following the star of wonder. And everybody's heard this story. I assume everybody's heard this story, this Christmas story. And so I'm going to invite our monk, beautiful Renee, would you continue on in our series tonight?
0: Oh, I would be honored. What I think about when you propose this topic of star of wonder I immediately thought, we are in the season of light. This is a time when we are having light all around us. The light is around us. The light is within us. And so I just want to invite all of us at this time, we become the Magi. We are in search of this light. And I love this reading from Matthew 2.2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem during the time of King Herod, the Magi from the east, they arrived in Jerusalem asking, where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and we have come to worship him. And when I read this, what stands out for me is they are saying, where is the one? We saw his star. Not just that they saw a star, but they saw his star in the east. And they followed that star. And so we tonight, like the Magi, we are going to follow his star. Because they, the Magi, they knew and they understood what this meant. They had listened to the prophecies telling of this arrival of this king of the Jews. And so tonight, let us together... Enter into this time of waiting, anticipation, much like the Magi did as they were traveling through the desert, listening, looking, following. For this star, they understood its meaning. And so tonight, we enter into this season of Advent, this time of waiting, of worshiping, waiting for the arrival of the light. We are in this season of Advent. We are in this season of waiting, of hoping, hoping without knowing. It's a time when we enter into solitude and the silence and the stillness, and we take this in and we wait for the arrival of the one who is the light of the world. And so tonight, in this moment, as we are together as one, let us Welcome the season of Advent by honoring the candles that represent this time of year. So the candle of hope. The candle of hope is a light shining in a dark place for God's people to see and to follow during those times of darkness. We honor the prophets of the Old Testament that predicted is coming of Jesus. And for them, we light a candle of peace. For John the Baptist, we light the candle of love. For he announced the arrival of Jesus. He was that voice in the wilderness. For he knew that there was one to come. And very soon he would be coming. To honor Mother Mary, tonight we light the candle of joy. For Mother Mary, she said yes. She surrendered her life. She said the ultimate yes. And at this time, we light a fifth candle for Advent. It's called the Christ candle. And it reminds us of the light that Jesus brought into this world. For it is in this time when we are wrapping gifts and we're planning time with friends and family in small groups. We're planning special meals, special time together. Let us take time out of this busyness, this time where we can become distracted and lose our focus. Let us take time to remember each and every one of these candles, that candle of hope, the candle of peace, the candle of love and joy and Jesus. Let us bring those into our heart And let us enter into the solitude and the peace. And at this time, we also let us return to the manger. This manger represents, it signifies that birth of God. It's a reminder to us that Jesus is born in our hearts every moment, moment to moment, breath. By breath. And the mystical tradition tells us that Jesus is born in our hearts with every act of kindness, every act of love, every act of forgiveness. At this moment, we are coming back to the manger. It's important for us to enter into this time when we're following the light, we become the magi, we Leave the inn at some point, and we find our way back to the manger. We find our way back to the stable. And sometimes we're walking in the dark, and we're not sure where to go. But keep your eye on the manger, on the light that brings us into oneness, brings us into relationship with the divine presence. We have to enter into this space in order to see what's unfolding within our heart for this season. What is unfolding for each of you? Can you just release expectations and allow the divine presence to unfold, to experience the unexpected in this moment here and now? I want to say later this week, I want to say it's Friday, that we are entering into another holiday of Hanukkah that also brings light and brings more light into the world because this is the light that surrounds all of us. This is that time where we are embraced and we are held by the light. And what I love when I read every year as we celebrate Hanukkah I am reminded of the story. I am reminded of the miracle of the oil that Hanukkah is all about. It's the story. It's the telling and the retelling of the recommitment of the temple, the second temple, that sacred temple in Jerusalem. And how, as the people were wanting to recommit and rededicate the temple, that they only had enough oil for one night for their sacred oil, for that eternal flame. They only had enough oil for that one night. But as this goes on, they discover they have enough oil and the lights and the eternal flame is lit for eight days. Not just one night, but for eight days. And in that moment, I am so excited because it reminds me, isn't God amazing? Isn't God faithful to his people in this moment. And so for that, I feel that we are so blessed in this moment to continue to bring the light from the Advent candles and the lights of the menorah into this one moment to celebrate this time. And most importantly, as I started out when I was talking about the Advent season and that last candle That we typically light on Christmas Day, it tells us, it reminds us that this is for Jesus, the one who brought the light into the world. When Jesus spoke to his people, he said, I am the light of the world. Anyone who follows me will not be walking in the dark, but they will have the light of light. And again, he says, I am the light of the world. During this time of year, I am always reminded of the importance of this light. And we are all called to this light. We are all called to follow me, as Jesus says, follow me, follow this light. And I know for me, there was a time in my life when I was a child, and I heard a voice as clear as we're on this call together, Saying, Come, follow me. And I have spent the whole of my life following this voice, being guided by this voice. And I never shared this with anyone until recently. I never shared that I heard this with family or friends, but it has been my guide throughout my life. It has led me to places, to events, to retreats. It has led me. At places I never thought that I would go. But each time I would follow and each time I would listen to this voice saying, go here, come here, follow me here. And I would follow and I would go with it. And it has taken me into a deepening, a deeper relationship with God, with Jesus. I have followed wherever this radiant light has asked me to go. It has been a time of growth. It's been a time. Sometimes it has been painful because as I follow the light and I follow the staircase, there are times I have to go deep within and look at what stories do I need to release? What attitudes, what beliefs do I need to let go of, so that I can follow the divine? I can experience that radiant light that is deep within. And so I know that this, has been a time of learning to trust the guidance and to listen to the guidance and wisdom. It is a time where I have learned to go deeper, and it is a time when I have learned to trust this gift, trust the divine presence, and trust this voice and this light that leads me. And so my prayer for all of us tonight is that we may be open to this light that gives everlasting light this radiance that is there for all of us to experience. So I thank you for letting me share what this star of wonder means for me. It's all about the light. It's following the light and being blessed by the light. Amen. So at this time, I would invite Bishop Dana, if you would share with us, what does this star of wonder, what does this light mean for you?
2: First of all, I'm not going to let you get off the hook so easily. (laughs) I believe you had a story you were going to share with us about how you came to understand this light affected you.
0: Oh, yes. Thank you. Yes. I, there was a time when this was a while ago when Padre Paul, you probably remember when you and Ron would do healing services. In LaSalle, Illinois. And it was a very uh, tiny oh, place. Yes, and yeah. there are probably people on this call that remember those. Yeah. And there was one time, it was February in Chicago. It was cold, it was rainy, and it was starting to snow. And I was getting ready to leave. And then I just was like, nope, I'm not going. It's cold, it's rainy. I'm not going. I'm just going to stay here in my little hovel. And I'm going to be warm and cozy and toasty. And the moment that that was out of my mouth, I heard this booming voice that said, you're going. And before I knew it, there I am with my hat, my coat, my gloves, my boots. I'm all bundled up and I'm walking towards my car. And I made it. I no traffic. It's an hour and a half from you guys. There was no traffic. And I made it and why this was important. And I never shared this Padre with you. I don't think I ever did, but this was important because it was one of the last healing services that all of you did. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that was one of the last ones. And I remember after I left that, I was so filled and so grateful that I went and I cried all the way home. I'm trying oh. to drive and the windshield wipers <laughs> are going and it's sleeting, it's raining. And I cried the entire way home to think that I wasn't going to go. But that Uh-oh. voice just so powerful. I never forgot that. Never forgot it. It's still with me when I go off the path.
1: Mm. Well, part of that story, Renee, is with maybe most of you don't know is Renee doesn't have a car. She lives in Chicago. So For her to rent a car and drive out, that's not something that's easy for her. God had to push her into that agreement and allow that grace now to take her. And you trusted the voice, you trusted the star within. And how beautiful is that? So, congrats on that. Beautiful story, Renee.
0: Thank you. Thank you,
2: Renee. That's beautiful. Thank you. And now I'll take you up on that offer to look at what the Star of Wonder means to me. So, first of all, I mean, experience is everything. Thank you, Renee, for doing that. And I, I'm a person that I always have to go with what I know. And ever since I was a kid, I just knew things in different ways than other people around me. And it continues. And I've just learned to be okay with that. So starting with my version of what's going on, I would like to first describe that the Star of Wonder was something that I never really understood when people kept talking about it. So I'm going to start from a little baby. When I was born, I remembered God. I just... I didn't know how to describe it, but I knew the space of God. I mean, I lost it along the way. But at that time, I really just knew it as this overwhelming, beautiful energy in the breath. And then I had a lot of animals around me. It was in the dogs. It was all around. So when I was introduced to the idea of the holidays and the Star of Wonder, I understood that as the spirit of God returning. I wasn't connecting it to Christ's birth. Or, I mean, my parents were both medical. So we went to church very often, but we usually didn't go on Christmas. It was too crowded. But our Christmas event was really important, but it had a different flavor again. And so the spirit of God is what I understood as the star of wonder. No matter how many stories I was read or about the three magi and how I, I was one of the magi as a, in the glee club, I had to sing one of the verses and et cetera. I still just saw it as the spirit of God. And therefore, I always translated Christmas time as being this incredible time when all the craziness of my parents and the world stopped. And I mean, I'm talking about a little boy first. And I'm craziness, I just meant the kind of obsession over plans and worry. Like I would see everybody stop and start to be caring about others. My dad would shovel all the way around the block to somewhere else, and he would try to help people really be free. We would deliver presents to New York, to my family, and et cetera. But Christmas was about the Christ light available to all, and then like this joy and this love and this beauty. But again, I didn't experience that, I, even though at first I was taken to church, and I told you before I got kicked out of Sunday school for asking too many questions. So literally, that whole theme didn't play out for me very well. But Christmas was still incredibly, and winter was incredibly important. So how I used to deal with this was that at our kitchen table, looking out through the window during the winter, there would be this one street light, much like the one in the bottom left corner. And when the snow went by it, I would be mesmerized. I could sit there for hours. They'd leave. They'd go in the, they could turn off the lights and I'd still be sitting there. Because it reminded me of the beauty and the possibility. I still didn't know what it meant but I knew that I needed to look for that light. It was the light and the movement. I wasn't clear yet about the nature of definitions of Holy Spirit or Christ Ray or anything like that, but I spent so much time being mesmerized by the winter. It, it Again, like I said, it seemed like from about the 22nd to basically the 1st of January, maybe even the 8th of January, everything was on pause. In my work currently as a landscaper, Everybody goes on vacation time. There's nothing to do. Everybody shuts down. Uh, plant stores are closed. Everybody else is rushing out to buy presents, et cetera. But the same thing happened with my family. It seemed like even emergencies with animals seemed to calm down during that time period. So there was less tension. There was less violence. And there was more of a chance I could let go and let my heart open. As we got older, there became this family tradition. We would always drive through the snow to my one grandmother's house who lived in Michigan and lived on a farm where we cut down our tree and we'd bring that back and put it up. I was a little too small to start off with with that, but it became something I became very involved with. Not only did we do that, we but we cut down a second tree and we put that on our car and then we would drive over the holidays all the way to New York to my other grandmother's house taking this tree from one grandmother to the other as a way of bringing the families together and then put that tree up usually on Christmas Eve by the time we got there which again became my job now what became the most important part of it again it was the winter and you could feel that chill and this kind of wonder and this excitement and again there wasn't a Christmas tree involved in Jesus's birth at all so this is again some some tradition that has come forward through the European celebration of Christmas, etc. And I've, I've done talks before about what all the ornaments mean and the lights mean, but I'm going to tell you my version. So when I was involved in putting up the Christmas tree, what was my specialty always, and what I loved doing was putting on the lights. Now we have lights that blinked independently along with lights that were whole. Now, what was incredible for me is in this twinkling, in this, in this brilliance of the lights changing, I really felt, something magical unfolding like each one was a miracle and I would sit here and I couldn't get a picture of it because nobody has it anywhere on the internet I mean it doesn't make sense if it does it looks creepy but these lights I turn off all the lights in the house and I would step over go to bed and I just watch the lights through the tree make images on the ceiling and I again I would sit there in this kind of whispering feeling like something was going to happen something I didn't know what but I knew that this was amazing miraculous Even when I finally was able to go to college and not return home, sometimes I was just taking a job and staying at somebody's apartment, my cousin's apartment. And she wouldn't let me get a tree, but I'd find a tree branch and bring it and put some lights around it. And again, do the same thing. I had to watch these lights blink and twinkle because I knew there was a message about God in it for me. I still didn't understand. Things didn't really unfold because between being probably five years old all the way up to about 27, I kind of made God disappear. Now, I went to church during that time. I joined, joined my church. I tried to study the Bible, et cetera. I became an altar boy, sang in the choir, all sorts of things. But I still didn't feel the same as I did when I was sitting with that tree. And that was the miraculous. Now, so we jump forward to 27 and my life is organized. You've gone to school, I'm in graduate school or about to enter in graduate school. I'm kind of in that whole process of doing it. And during the process of graduate school with the B experiment I had, they listened to what I wanted. They switched directions. This was something unknown and impossible. And then shortly after that, my grandmother falls down and is in a coma, considered dead. I've come there. And this voice speaks to me. The first time the light speaks back. So listen, obey, and the rest happens. So what I realized, what was happening is all these lights were a precursor to the guides that came to be here with me. To, to radiate the the light of God in all its different aspects and rays. And that the holy season, the holiday season in any tradition was by a little week, when we pause and remember where do we come from and where are we going to and who's along the ride with us now a lot of us or a lot of you many are very strongly connected to a saint or a deity to jesus christ himself etc and i've known i would never have in body teachers or or re- or refer to a past person in their body form that that i was always supposed to talk to these lights So the first one that appeared was Holy Spirit with my grandmother telling me what to do and how to do it. And I didn't know what I was doing. I thought I was actually helping her cross over. And instead she woke up and lived and that experience changed my life. The next one up was uh, Raphael. My first talk, this is a picture of a talk I was doing in one of the events before Ron stopped teaching. He invited me to talk about levels of creator and Raphael was there guiding me along on what words would work and what words wouldn't work. And I could feel that presence and I didn't understand exactly what the, what the purpose was, except then he, he let me know, like when Padre and I saw Raphael talking to him and then Raphael turned to me and said, you finally came over here. And I'm like, but I'm not Catholic. And I, I, you know, I, he goes, I'm not either. And I go, well, why do you want to talk to me? He goes, well, who do you think's been in your healing circle for the last eight years? I go, oh, I just didn't know anything about him. Next one up was Herc, who showed up. Now, he doesn't belong to any religion, but he's the one that helps me with my school, helps me with all the tools, all the ability to teach others about how to gain their their intuition, their ability to see and listen to their own guidance, how to be in connection with the correct vibration of God or whatever you want to connect to. And he's very clear. He's a a teaching guide. And after that, down in the left-hand corner, Vajra Santva showed up when I was in Brazil. Now, again, I was first aligned with Jose Valdivino, who did physical surgery on me twice, removing some tumors out of my body, which was incredible. A miracle in itself. Didn't feel anything. It was a wonderful thing. But I kept wanting to know more information. And Jose Valdivino introduced me to this group called Vajrasatva. And I said, isn't that Buddhist? And like, like Raphael, they said, we've been around a long time before Buddhism ever showed up. And they were interested in cutting through distortion. So again, they help me in my work with my school or myself, cutting through old definitions. Or we get taught many things. It doesn't mean that those things that were taught, like English, was the original language. So there is history or other information. So sometimes we kind of forget things. And Vajrasattva helps me remember the beginning, the beginning of where I came from, maybe the beginning of time. I get stretched a lot with them because it's a group, and they also are very helpful. And then finally, Q there, who is recent I mean, there's more besides Q, I have a whole council here, but Q has been very clear with that divine light of what I call the queen of heaven type of energy coming through. And she was instrumental coming back once from Brazil in helping young men on the plane. So, and then finally, since my surgery, on my shoulder. Jesus showed up in spirit along with St. Jude, St. Thomas, and Mary Magdalene saying that they would guide me in my physical life, in my needs, and my cares, and how to get strict with taking care of myself so that my body reaches where my spirit wants to be. So to me, the Christmas time and the Christmas beauty and everything about the lights and the star of wonder is that idea of what Padre said, which is listening and obeying to whatever truth is coming through to you. So some people don't relate to that Christmas tradition and maybe they're Judaic, maybe they're Islamic, maybe they come from a Buddhist background, maybe they come from Native American, and et cetera. There is still a way that the star of wonder can reach you in your particular version to remind you of what that divine is in your life. And this is what's been the most important thing for me. And and I'm so grateful to the Celebrating Life community and Padre Paul specifically, because while his path is very clearly that Jesus has helped him change his life around, he has a direct relationship in a way that he can bring it in and through so solidly, like I'm flat on the ground. And yet at the same time, he supports my view, my experience of God, because what he's concerned about, what we're all concerned about is the healing nature of the divine itself. And to me, that's what this season is really about. So there couldn't be a better time for us to have this season. All the events of the world are happening right now. It might even be better that we're sheltering in place right now and we actually pay attention to what it means instead of being afraid of outside or maybe rushing around to, to constantly make others happy through the idea of giving something to them. I think gifting and giving is really important, that ability to give, but it's not about the idea of physical presence. It's about giving the presence of God. It's about being and radiating that space and bringing that star of wonder directly into an experience, rather than telling somebody a story about something that they kind of drift off, they get a little hazy, <laughs> or and, and other people, they might really receive that story And that's well. So that's the listening part of understanding which way to share But the real sharing is deciding who and what we want to be and how with God, with others, and to make that on the earth. That peace on earth, goodwill to men is not going to be something that is unifyingly done by some government or some elected official or anybody like that. It's going to come through the actions of every breath I take, every word I speak, every action I make. That's the only way that peace on earth can be here. And I have to start it. I can't wait for somebody else to do it. You have to start it and you have to start it and you have to start it and you have to start it. All of you are part of this world event, this change such that we can bring them the miracle of what's possible to hear. Because even during Jesus time, if you remember, there was a lot of pain and suffering going on his whole generation. firstborn, were killed. He had to run for his life. There was a lot of things going on where it wasn't a really happy Christmas. You know, it was like there wasn't a lot of time for celebration. And yet he focused on what was true. And he brought that Christ ray down in through him and gave us a model of how we can all do that. So with that, Padre, I know you have a different feeling and a different story, one really important. And I wonder what the Star of Wonder or what
1: Matthew 2.2 means for you in your life. <laughs> You're my star of wonder, my friend, from where I first met you to where you are now. That's a hallelujah. That's a golden star. That's a golden button for, for me, for the Holy Spirit. And it's not making fun of you at all. It's really an observation of following the light that you always have. But then it just expanded into the role you play within celebrating life. And then also you have this role with FSD in the world. So you are a huge light in our community. And people look up to you. I look up to you. I mean, you're taller than I am, but yet you have this beautiful wisdom that comes that I would never look at before. And you taught me how to look in a different way through those lenses called life itself. So I appreciate that. And you are a sign and a wonder working with me. And we will be praying for people at the end of this program again, because I want to allow grace to touch you. I like that wonder of who God is, because It's ultimately God manifesting his, her presence in our lives. And for mine, a lot of times it's the religious settings that I get awakened to. And hey, I've been to Amabhagrana in India, and I had an awakening there. And going to Brazil, oh my God, it's like, that was a strange world for me. But I opened up to it, and I had amazing results also there. So it's going beyond this box that we see. And as we look back on the Star of Wonder, for me the that wonder is really a it's a seeking out we know intuitively that grace is there's something in us pulling us towards a new beginning and i have to say during this pandemic time that we're all feeling that tug we don't want to really be present we want to we want to go beyond what's here and actually life is inside of us right now so the idea is for me to grab a hold of that and seek beyond what my present moment is. So that star, just like the, the three magis, can you imagine all three of them from different parts of the Eastern world saw, felt that pull and they came with gifts because the, they knew about the prophecies of the old. And again, you can say, oh, I don't believe in that. They did, even though their prophecy was almost 400 years old. They recognized, and to me, they understood, but then they felt that pull and said, oh, we got to follow that star. It, that might sound crazy, but it's like, that's what their guidance was. What is your guidance during this time of Advent, time of Hanukkah, which I believe starts tomorrow, the nine days of light? There's this pull that we all have, even though we might be not of the same religious feeling, formation. But there's something that pulls us into this mystery. We call Advent for the Christian, Hanukkah for the Jewish. But there's just this wonder that there's something more than ourselves. And to me, that's what I live for. And I love these occasions. I call it on the church calendar because it physically allows me to prepare the way. And you might ask, but what's the way? Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. But it's beyond that because Jesus, I only do what the Father says. So he followed his calling. I'm following Jesus. Who are you following? Could say, well, it's just my intuition. What's beyond that? I listened to a a Zoom conference of Carolyn Mace the other night, and she was she talked about. Well, the co-host was saying, well, it's just energy, and she was, it's not energy. (laughs) And I'm going. yes, (laughs) yes, <laughs> finally, I agree. And it's like, it's it's a, it's a persona, it's a person, it's a relationship, and it's beyond our world, but it's, it's led by the light. And so called by many different names, but it is the light that calls us to that place. And to me is, I want to tap into your diamond, your light that's within you tonight. And I want to call that forth because we all have and a yearning for the more. And it might, it could be finances, it could be a job, it could be a new relationship, a new home. Besides all that, that's put it on the list, because I believe we all can ask for those things. Oh, let me turn the page. I just got a, last week, remember, we, this is beautiful thing about praying for one another, and I had words of knowledge, and I generally spoke to all those on the Zoom conference last week about I really sense that God wants to bless us with abundance, with prosperity, with good health, all those things. And so I get this testimony the day after. And this person says, dear Padre, last night call was amazing as usual. I want to let you know I had a miracle today. Last night, you prayed for all of us to, to have abundance and to know that it may come in any different way, check, by a person, and your money, whatever it is, God is the source. She says, well, today I had someone send me money that who, that was owed for me for many months. And then also I got a large check in the mail from the IRS. She goes, I've never gotten money back from the IRS or the government, not since I was a child. And so there is the miracle happening. To me, it's about that decree. And sometimes we go, well, I don't know if that's true or not. Just accept the gift. It's the decree, now hold that within your heart and let it be a seed to draw you into the mystery because to me, Christ is the mystery. The love of God is the mystery and how God gets our attention through people, through situations, through experiences, awakenings, um, oneness, whatever that might be, there is a creativity that leads us to, oh, that was intuition. That was the Holy Spirit speaking to me. I got to that place because... I went beyond my limitation and like me traveling to India or to Brazil or working for Father Ron Roth. That was an impossibility at the time. But I followed this light, this wandering. And if I asked myself, well, how did I get there? How did, how did I follow that intuition? There was this peace. And I said this once before, when Ron invited me to work with him, first time I said, no way, Jose, <laughs> you know, my little flipping. What did he say? No way, Jose. I didn't want to, why? Because number one, I was afraid of priests. Number two is I didn't want to become a priest. Guess what I am today. Don't fear what God is already positioning you for. And so when I made that commitment, I said, well, maybe it's a possibility. The intuition started to kick in. That perception is, well, maybe this is guidance. Because I didn't really know. It was my first time of stepping out because I just got a new job, paid well in the industry. And bought a new car. So I had everything I, ex- I thought I wanted. And now I'm being asked to give it all up to follow a priest. It's like, that doesn't make sense. But within it, my the, the Holy Spirit changed my heart. And the way I knew that was now I had peace that I could do this because I felt it was God. Just like the, the three magis, they listened and then they followed. And it's like, what is the Holy Spirit asking you to do? Before Christmas, just want to ask that question. There's something, maybe it's buying a person a present. Maybe it's buying someone a free meal. Maybe it's donating to the poor, to your food pantry, whatever it might be, follow that because the peace then will fill you up and you will know that you know that you know that it's God. It's all about the following that still small voice. It's interesting that the three magis, they all came with a gift. Last week, I talked about gold. Tonight, I'm going to talk about frankincense. It's really about that precious when it's melted down, that incense. They say that frankincense is one of those that, for the essential oils, is one of the highest qualities, the highest vibration. And I have frankincense from my little machine that sprays into the home. But I also put it on my own body. Why is because it can raise the vibration. It can. So this is a precious gift that Jesus, a gift for Jesus, the Christ child, that something that was precious. It was more, almost more valuable than gold. And so they came with their best. Now let's take it in a perception of Hanukkah. And it's about giving gifts. It's about giving, breaking bread. It's about remembering the past. And for me, the, the thing about it is I want to be generous. I'm going to be generous all year round, but I also want to be generous around the Christmas time because I want people to know the love I have for Christ. And he provided for me, then I can provide them for others. Same way with our ministry. We give away a lot of donations to many, many churches, organizations that feed the poor, that drill wells, that prepare for those who experience a hurricane or a tornado. We just want to our donations want to go towards helping people immediately. But there's that gift within you. And I want you to express that or have the invitation to give something away. Because to me, it it's profound. And when we allow the Holy Spirit to do her work, you know, it's, it's a jewel. So we talked about the Star of Bethlehem. And Dana talked about and Renee talked about following that light that's within us, and I like Dana's examples of all these brilliant lights representing different modalities, spiritual modalities, but for here, the star of Bethlehem, it it pointed the way to the Christ child, and because it was promised, so 400 years before, it actually came about, and when we experienced, I call it this. This holiday season, this festival of lights. The Jewish tradition, they could call it the festival of miracles, the miracle upon miracle, about that oil that was transformed and renewed. We want our own spirit to be resurrected in a sense. Because we have this quote, heavy weight, this, you know, I could even call it depression sometimes, because we actually start remembering, but remember the old days, remember whether it's our parents that passed away or a child, which is great because they're still part of us. But our spirit seems to go back and to moan that instead of celebrating it. Because these are special moments that they're like templates. If we take another step into that, God can bring something magnificent to our lives, whether it's a person, whether it's finances, it doesn't matter. Friendship doesn't matter. Maybe it's a, a unique experience of God and encounter. Even last night, my dreams, I was just amazed. I'm trying to figure it out yet. Had to do with some numbers and dividing. And it's like, I don't know what the Holy Spirit's saying, but I I have it written down. But that excites me because I believe that message, the Star of Wonder, is really expanding my consciousness because within the dream, I'm still praying. I'm still remembering people that I want to pray for uh, because it's a continuation of my spirit. So it really does offer me a quality that not only you and I can have, but we can enter into this place. And it's all about the celebration. It's all about seeking the will of God. To me, part of that is about worship. Mm-hmm. So again, we have to go deeper into that the love and just surrender to what is. But to me, this is, it's all about life itself. And for me, the I kind of get caught up in my worship, but on my hardware, I'm going to do war with the, the, the one who, Defeats us. Anyway, it's it's a joy for our community to get to pray for one another. Yeah. And the the idea is we enter into this place and Hallelujah. It's one of those songs we're we're celebrating God. We're just allowing grace to take a hold of us and allow grace to manifest in His her best way. And I asked Renee and also Bishop Bobby to be a part of this blessing, decrees, healing for all those who are on there. And we'll do that generally, maybe pick people out and at the end we'll do it for everyone. But all prayers matter. Maybe that word of knowledge is I might pick out one person, but it's actually you. So just receive it. Doesn't matter who that person is, just receive the grace that's coming through. Because we want to follow the star of wonder. And if we do that, all the heavens will come joyously into place. So Bishop Dana would you start this and then I'll follow and we'll just allow grace to lead us uh, who and why and uh, where that prayer comes from well first for
2: all of you that are in panic about not being able to hear the video it's kind of it's that test like Padre and I were going through where we wanted something to happen it's not happening mm-hmm. but...
1: and that's mm-hmm. part of we can be the magis giving you gifts yeah. and so we give you a gift now you give it away to someone else okay all right. Beautiful. Well, let's enter into this beautiful place, which we're already entered into by the the acknowledgement of, of Renee's following the star, Dana's following that light. For me, it's, it's all about who God is in a bigger way than ever before. And he wants to fulfill your needs tonight because he's your savior, your healer, your reconciler, your abundance. All that is God is. So as we allow grace now to flow through each of us, we will begin to bless.
2: I'm hearing this is the step toward wholeness. As events keep unfolding in your life, keep shattering the old, breaking up the plan, the unexpected, the losses, the changes, it has drawn you together as a family closer in understanding the real nature of what one another means why that God energy can come through that love and acceptance of the change or the, or the leaving. There's times and moments the heart heart wants to seize up and the head wants to take over and try to figure out the next plan. There's an exhaustion. You know, their battery has been depleted because of all the activities and trying to find the uh, helpers for your mother for dealing with the deaths in your life for having your children be stranded in a, another country, when they can't cross the border. So many different things. They keep Mm -hmm. asking you to open your heart and let this light in. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. And I believe that prayer was for so many more. I really Mm -hmm. have that sense that people are feeling a desperation. Also, uh, generally speaking, the, uh, the depression that hits, that not being appreciated for the work you do, and also The pay at which you need to sustain yourself. I really believe many of you on this call are in that state of mind. And so I just want to pray for all of you. And then I'll I'll, I'll ask Renee to also to follow up with that with another prayer. But I just want to pray generally for you. And you know who you are. You can't hide from the Holy Spirit. You can't hide from the Padre, because I really sense there's more than just one that are experiencing this. So Mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, just come. May the angelic realm just increase right now. Let the atmosphere of your home begin to change, but also the atmosphere of your inner soul, your sanctuary. Come, Holy Spirit. Loosen them. Set them free now. And in the name of Yeshua, the wonder, the star of wonder, the light, the light of Christ, come and fill that dwelling place. And let the miracle of this season of grace explode upon the scene, depression leaving, and just your own spirit, just the vibration will rise again. You'll see clearly before you always seen the stuff that hasn't changed. You're going to now experience this brilliant light going before you and healing and restoring relationships, especially in the job. I just feel that stress of the job. I break it now. I break the strife in the name of Yeshua. Let the healing balm of the Holy Spirit fill and restore, fill and restore. Renee, would you like to (coughs) follow in that prayer?
0: Yes. May the light of that Christmas candle that guides us in those moments where we are lost or we are in the darkness, may that light of the Christ candle that we light at the Advent season guide us back, back to who we are, back to the manger May we find ourselves at the feet of the divine and be able to accept and take that light in, become that radiant stream of light within. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you, Bishop.
2: As Padre was talking about the divine intuition and perception, this is the holiday, the holy day, the the place to really allow that vehicle to open up for you this perception from the divine. I mean, a lot of people want to be psychic. Everybody is, and usually we're in fear through our psychic reactions, as opposed to the listening, that still voice. So I want you to hear it now. There'll just be a word. Maybe you are already familiar with this, so then it turns into a sentence, and don't try to analyze it. Just let the sentence come through. These words are always guaranteed to have a way to open our minds and open our hearts in ways we never could have considered. For the rest of you too, this still applies to you as well. There isn't a person on this call who doesn't have this grace or gift of being able to hear Mm -hmm. the word of God. So feel that presence coming into the room as we initiate you and witness this is happening in your life now. Amen. Amen.
1: This really feeling the building up of the spirit, the angelic ground. And, you know, I, if I had hair, I'd be standing up. <laughs> so anyone who's suffering, whether it's a family member or past family member, those who have died and who have it now, let's just send the light, that wondrously light, the light of Christ to them. However, in your tradition, let's just put that intention out there and we're just going to bless them. And I just command in the name of Yeshua, I command the spirit of death, I break its hold, this grip over the body, over the lungs, let the breath of ruhu, the ruha, the breath of God now take its place and bring back the spirit, bring back the spirit and bring them back to health and life. I thank you, O oh Lord our God, for your mercy, your kindness, and for the angelic realm to continue and anyone who has a physical ailment. But a challenge, whether it's a bad habit, whether it's an organ that's not functioning correctly, just allow the Holy Spirit now to do her work. More Holy Spirit, more power, more presence, more power, more presence, more power, more presence. Let Yeshua, our Blessed Mother, the great intercessor, on all of our behalf, go to the throne of grace, to release us, to restore us to a perfect alignment. And also for Thomas, who's recovering, Virginia, who's recovering, Kat, who we love and want to support 100%, and all those who are just in this state of confusion and or going to miss their families uh, during these holidays. That's the tugging of the heart. So everything has to do with the lungs, the heart. So anyone in that situation, we're just going to pray for them right now. We just say, thank you, God, for your love, for your beloved daughters, your sons, Your grandkids, great-grandkids, your pets, everyone's involved in this. No one escapes the love of the father, the mother. And Renee, if you have anything to follow through with that, please do so.
0: Yeah. Receive in this moment the love and the grace and the peace. Receive it into your heart. Breathe it in. Breathe it into your lungs. Take it into your heart. Breath by breath, moment by moment. This presence is born within you, deep within you. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen.
2: I'd like to also call out to many people that aren't familiar to me. I'm going to include you all at once here. Some people that are new, maybe haven't been called out on past calls. For all of you, and this this extends to all people, and it doesn't mean because I didn't answer your name. Somehow it isn't touching you now. letting that divine presence release you from the pain, release you from the, the darkness, release you from the confusion, to release you into the light that you are, that this is a purposeful life. We don't always know what that means. You don't need to know it. Some of us do know, but then there's still just the living of it, which is way beyond the knowing. We all want to know our purpose, but That's really not the point. The point is to evoke the purpose and let it channel through us. And all of us are to be a channel of this divine light. So I evoke this star of wonder in your life right now. For those I named and all others, that you have this birthright, this gift, that the divine magic could come to you too. To witness that dreams can come, as Padre suggested, that will give you some direction. These, These dreams can be supported and held by just these divine angels, not these mercenaries of uh, mix upness I don't even know if that's a word, but that's what they're showing me. We have so many dreams that are just garbage, and we're worried that we're hearing the wrong voice. It is not true. Right now, the witness is there with you in your room.
1: God bless you. The Holy Spirit highlighted your names and allowed just now that grace, that penetration of God's love. Really sense the heartbeat of God, of our Blessed Mother. Let that the increase of favor on your life, but also the, the physicality of your body to be strengthened. And I really sense the, uh, the awakening of um, your spirit that will come alive. And I'm going to say in the next three weeks, you're just going to see an expansion of where you are today. And then all of a sudden, what's going to happen in three weeks or during that duration? I call them these mini miracles. One after another will begin to unfold for you because you're gonna be aware of what God is doing in your life. It's all about that beautiful expectation of expect the unexpected, expect the gift, the the finances to change, the relationships to change, the workplace to change. I just really sense there's gonna be an exchange of a release, number one, of whatever the modality that you want to have change, that it will change. And it's by the grace of God, not about what you did, It's your positioning in God. So just allow that the light to expand right now. Just as we're coming into the Hanukkah season, just allow that grace now to forgive, to let go, our part, and then to be filled with the living oil, the the Holy Spirit, the one, the wonder of us all, who's led the way, you know, has the power to change our lives, our homes, our finances, every position in our lives. So I bless each of you with the star of David in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Renee.
0: I just bless you with the eternal flame to take this into your heart. Hold it there. Nurture it. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for everything. Thank you for this light. Thank you for taking them under your wing and embracing them and holding them in your presence. I bless you. I bless your home, your family, your friends, everyone that you touch. Share this eternal flame with them. Take it in for you now in this moment and then share it with them as you go throughout these
1: next few weeks. Amen. 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 Wow. I have a sense that someone's writing a book or want to write a book, but I really sense the Holy Spirit's in my ear right now saying, somebody go for it. It's been a seed, but the seed is starting to grow. Pay attention to that because that's the star of wonder for you. Follow that light and make sure I get credit for writing that book. So <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> what I think we'll do is we'll end this we'll, I'll have Bishop Bobby lead and then Renee, and I'll follow through. And these are just prayers for your special intentions, your family, your friends, your household, your employers, whatever it might be.
2: So the first thing that I would like to share with you is the last thing that was coming through is that everyone on this call has been facing some kind of fear, doubt, worry, confusion. And these are all fears, and these fears are bred by beings of dark energy. And I banish them from your life, from your consciousness, from accessing your truth and your knowledge, that every single individual here feels the presence, feel in your heart now, or feel around you. The glow that no matter where your life is at, or what kind of heaviness you've been facing, or casting to the side, like I'm not good enough, etc. I want you to realize that you are God's eyes, you're God's ears, and we're God's heart. I ask you now to accept this, to commit to this, and then in your way, listen to that light and be grateful for that miracle that will come, because it is from this place that miracles are drawn. So Holy Spirit, in your name, I ask you to look at all the people present, at their families, at their loved ones, at their communities, at this country, and for everyone that can hear us in body, out of body, receive this blessing and this healing now. Yeah. Amen.
0: Amen. 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 Monk Renee. My prayer for everyone on this call is to receive that deep peace that we've been talking about. Receive the gifts, the peace, the love, the grace to take that in and know that God is with you in this moment. Amen.
1: Amen. There's a real sense of the love of God the heart of God that's pulsating through me, besides into your own homes, your bedrooms, your living rooms, your workplace, wherever you're listening to this. These decrees that come, I just want to accent in your life. I want it to become part of your home, your vocabulary for God. So if you would repeat after me, I am loved by God.
0: I am loved by God.
1: My hope is in God. My hope is in God. I have the faith of God.
0: I have have the faith faith of God.
1: Miracles are my birthright. Miracles Miracles
0: are are my birthright.
1: We are one in the Spirit. We are are one one in the Spirit. spirit. I receive my miracle tonight. And the word says, and so it is. And so in that that same realm, we agree what God says about us. We agree that we're children of the light. And with that becomes a response to God's ability. And God's ability is to send light, love, mercy, forgiveness, compassion, and a desire to bring you into his heart into the heart of our blessed mother. And in this decree tonight, we accept these gifts. We accept these miracles. We accept these healing divine graces. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I command every organ that is out of place, out of whack. Let your divine light now heal and restore. Come Holy Spirit. Father, release your ministering angels of light now. Do divine surgery, replacing the bad organ and Making it brand new from the body parts of heaven. I thank you, O oh Lord our God, for I decree every disease be broken and now restored by the power, by the love of the Holy Spirit. Every death sentence, diseases are death sentences. So I break it through the name of Jesus, through the blood of the divine, and in its place, restoration. Restore, restore the years of the locust. I thank you, O oh Lord our God, especially in the eyes. Someone still has problems in their eyes, the fluid, but also infection in the body. I just command in the name of Jesus, I break it, that bondage. I break that dis-ease in the body and let the fluidity of the Holy Spirit, that divine oil, that living oil that transforms and renew. now. It's just going forth now. I just feel the body pulsating and getting warm, the heat. And that's just the heat of the Holy Spirit. Just stirring up the gift that's within you, that light, it's stirring it up right now. I just command now uh, the immune system. I speak directly to everyone's immune system. Be strong, healthy, and whole. I command it The divine order. Align, align, align right now. The very breath, the Ruha of God. Let the flow begin. All the craziness that we've gone through, even in our medicines, our surgeries, all those things. Nothing compares to the love of God. Nothing compares to the peace of God. And it's in that peace right now that the good shepherd, the star of wonder, begins to now lead us, allow us to live, and become one in the spirit. I thank you, O Lord our God, for your great grace. Everything works together for good for those that love God, and that's all of us. I just want to, Bless you, but what came to my mind, and it was part of my talk. But I think it's important to recognize on December twenty-first, Jupiter and Venus is coming together, and it's going to form a, a huge star like the Star of Wonder, and that hasn't happened in I think was it eight centuries, something like that. Like the anyway, it's, if you've seen the write-up, it's it's a wonder, a sign in a wonder, and how profound is it? It's going to happen this year. With all the activities of what's going on we get to actually experience a star of wonder. So prepare the way of this light because it's coming for you, it's coming for me. To show us the way home to our heavenly father, our mother. So let me bless you in my tradition. May the good Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you, be gracious unto you and grant you his peace, his shalom in all areas of your life and my life. And I bless you as your Padre in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So be it. Namaste, my friends. Thank you, Bishop Dana. Thank you, Renee, for co-hosting with me tonight. And God bless each of you. We'll see you next week, I hope.
0: Thank you. Yeah. Namaste.
1: Bye. Bless you. Love you all.